Congratulations, you. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, you are. A weekly catch-up with a different executive member each week, talking about what they do, what they have done, and any other exciting things going on at OUSA. It's Executive Chairs. Here in the studio with me, I have 2020 OUSA President Jack Manning. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's a good wee intro. We're in early morning. <laughs> Thank you. I have, like, I have my intros sort of set in my head mm. um, so that I don't, like, stuff it up. Do you just insert the name, insert the title? Kind of, all yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, it kind of works for uh, most people I'm interviewing. Well, that's how I do it with, you know, inter- uh, meeting people in the clock tower and stuff. I just uh, go, yeah. hello, Vice Chancellor Harleen. <laughs> Yeah, especially in these early mornings. Yeah. Um, so is this... Uh, it's all it's Rio week this week. Is this, like, a busy time for you? Uh, yeah, I, definitely, yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's the return to the academic semester. It's return to the social calendar, I suppose. Um, we were just talking off the air about whether this will be a, a big O week or a small O week and stuff, and... Um, Certainly relative to um, the first orientation, first semester, it, tends to, it might be smaller, but um, I'm imagining this will be a very, very big Rio week. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's always smaller, but I guess in relation to past Rios, uh, I mean, it's always smaller than the, like, big O week at the mm, start of the year, yeah. but in in relation to past Rios, it's probably going to be pretty big yeah well particularly because i mean we've kind of had also uh, like a slow build into it because um even at the colleges alone some of the colleges which typically over the break will be at maybe 15 20 percent capacity are at about or a bit over 50 percent oh yeah so lots of people have stayed into need in this break and you know just stayed here and stayed socializing and catching up with their mates or in the cases of the colleges, a lot of them actually getting to know people for the first time because that got yeah. all pushed back by three months. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, what other than Rio Week, is there anything in particular that you and OUSA have been up to? Well, we've just, I suppose, come out of the um, the long stretch that was the um, well, the immediate pandemic response yeah. um, for COVID nineteen. Um, to describe the last three months, the last quarter, as crazy, or as a lot of people keep using the word unprecedented now, yeah. I heard someone say yesterday, um, th- that would be a very much an understatement. Um, it's yeah. been a really crazy couple months just in terms of um, everything we've tried to do to financially support students and academically support them going into exams. Mm. Uh, so... There's been a lot happening, yeah, Yeah. and I suppose now we're going to hopefully see the fruits of that, and hopefully um, now that people are able to come back to campus, um, people can, you know, really enjoy being back and stuff, and I hope it just makes the last, you know, three months worth it. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, luckily, my my last class uh, for uni was at summer school. Uh, at the start of this year. Congratulations. Thank you, but I'm 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 kind of I'm so glad that I wasn't like in any papers or anything during the lockdown sort of thing. Um was was there a lot that OUSA had to do in terms of like 
helping the uni get digitalized and helping students sort of connect? Yeah, so uh, I suppose the Friday before the Monday where the Prime Minister announced we were moving to lockdown, um, me and some of the exec members met with the Vice-Chancellor mm. and basically pleaded to move online as quickly as you can um, yeah. because already we were seeing students not attend class because they are at risk of COVID-19. Yeah. And even when the risk was virtually zero, the perceived risk for them is not worth going to campus. Yeah. So we were like, get online as soon as you can. Um, and whilst, you know, at the beginning, which they, uh, we'd been more prepared for the online transition, um, since then we've had a really a, a significant increase in the level of um, student representation and decision-making. Um, I was at one point during lockdown meeting pretty much daily with senior management from the university, hearing mm. about their transition to online uh, the development of a hardship fund, um, the uh, processes for uh, special consideration and stuff mm. like that. And we had exec members and OUSA representatives feeding into all sorts of different areas there. Yeah. Um, do you think that that uh, sort of... Uh, that, um, that increased level of cooperation mm. will be something that is main that you can maintain well i certainly hope so and i've heard i've heard people in the university say the same they hope they can maintain the bar that has been raised mm. um that's not on, that's not entirely on usa that's also on the university for recognizing the the urgency yeah to have student representation uh but also i i do believe that it was very much that student consultation that helped us uh you know have an overall quite successful response yeah so um i think its value has been recognized um mm. I, the vice chancellor told me not long ago that having a student rep in on the daily operational meetings was uh it's very new to them but it was uh, yeah. it was noticed by the ministry of education the tertiary education commission so um it's my hope that yeah this actually does really get people thinking more about um, where student representation should be in yeah. our bureauc- bureaucratic jungle that is a university. Yeah. Because um, was it somewhat uh, limited beforehand? It, it seems kind of odd that it would take like a, a global pandemic for them to actually finally be like, hey, maybe we should, maybe we should chat with the students about this. <laughs> uh, it's... It varies, really, um, it ha- and it can partially have to do with who's in the roles and stuff. Mm. But we do have lots of established, um, you know, represent- representational positions, um, particularly in the academic boards. So yeah. we're able to feed quite a lot into the development of new papers, removal of old papers, um, and there are a lot of different points where we have student representation yeah. along that process. Yeah. Um, we also, but yeah, I mean, things that have really come about as a result of the pandemic have been uh, student representation on the development of the Putea Tautoko Hardship Fund right? Yeah. or um, or in determining uh, how best to handle special consideration which was uh, when we were really pleased to hear about the five point grade bump yeah. for first semester so yeah there has been a lot that's come up um, it, it, it does I think point out where there could have been student consultation all along. Yeah. It's my hope that we can get more student representation um, feeding actually just directly into the operational um, operational management of the university. That's a very difficult mm. uh, thing to achieve, and um, who knows 
how much influence they'd be able to have in that position, but yeah. um, you got to try. Yeah, because um, i I got to tell you that I was never really too sure about um, what the OESA sort of representatives actually <laughs> did. That's like, fine. Cause, Me too. Because <laughs> I, always, I always had a feeling that like they could advocate for students with the uni, um, for student issues and stuff, but I I had no idea how much like actual impact that would have, that ha- like how much attention the uni would actually pay. It's nice to hear that they're um, that they're taking more of an interest, I suppose, in student interests. I think it's just the way the wind's blowing. I yeah. think they're really noticing. This is just sort of if you want to get ahead of the curve, this is the place to do it. Is to actually appreciate student voice. And it really isn't a paradigm shift, or it, sh- it shouldn't be in certain mm. in academics' heads, because um, really, we've, we're there the whole time. Yeah. I mean, my job's full time. I'm I'm always here to provide student consultation, uh, and we're always available to provide feedback, or even if j- people just run ideas past us, which they often do. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think. It, this should hopefully be, um, you know, a, a positive direction for student voice. Yeah. Um, not just at Otago, I hope. Um, but yeah, we will see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seems like a like a, a good forward momentum, I guess. I, I think so. Yeah, and it's not just, and you know, we're trying to keep busy, not just in our uni- in how we help the university mm. um, or how we represent students to the university you know we're also um as we were we were talking just before about uh the cannabis referendum oh yeah um and the um the exec decided to take a stance so which um so stuff like that as well is keeping us busy as we prepare for the referendum Mm. and the general election and all that yeah so um what because i knew that um that the osa had decided to uh support come out in support of the uh, cannabis referendum. Mm. Uh, what does that mean in terms of um, so in terms of like yes, you've announced that you support it. Yeah. What What does that mean? What next? Yeah. What yeah. next? So, firstly, what hasn't changed? What we were going to do anyways is um, provide education around the topic of cannabis and around the referendum. Mm. Uh, it's It's my view that actually the best way to get people to make informed decisions is to educate them and yeah, sure. um, it's my personal view that the inf- uninformed vote is a yes vote yeah. um, for something like this but that said uh, what what it means for us to take a yes stance is as well as providing educational resources uh, we're going to make it clear um, we're going to have our student voice heard in the space and make it clear that uh, we do believe that a, a legal regulated cannabis market um, you know with a <clears throat> with a tax system that uh, you know supports rehabilitation and addiction addiction support services <laughs> is is in the best interest of students. Yeah, uh, it's it's quite a polarizing topic, mm-hmm. um, even amongst some students. Uh, but we think it's important that our voice is heard in this space. Yeah, for sure. Because I feel like um, with with this uh, issue in particular, people hear the word cannabis and automatically like shut off. Mm. Or like close down to any sort of education or anything, just because, um, just because they hear the word cannabis and they already have these opinions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's super cool that you're um, offering to like educate people and stuff. Yeah, that it's all awesome. it's all a work in progress at the moment. We're still figuring yeah. out um, exactly what we'll provide, but um, 
yeah, we're getting there, and we've got some very excited stuff we're prepared to show in August around um, Politics Week and our Politics magazine. Sweet. Um, speaking of magazine... Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our very <laughs> own critic, I heard, has officially uh, announced he was their bachelor... I've made a terrible mistake. (laughs) (laughs) So they're doing a a critic bachelor um, modeled off of the well-known, well-loved TV series Bachelor. Yes. Uh, So what's that going to mean for you? Are they going to find you a a goyle friend? A goyle friend? (laughs) A goyle friend? (laughs) Yeah. Your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea what this is going to be like. Um, It literally started with... Um, Sinead and Caroline from Critic coming into my office and, and they asked me some question and then the topic of The Bachelor came up. Mm. They just um, It seemed like they just had a meeting of the mind suddenly and were just like, yeah. Jack, do The Bachelor! Um, and then before the end of the day, Caroline was interviewing me for my profile, which yeah. is now in Critic and um, I... I haven't. I haven't read yet. I'm waiting to read with Sinead um, because she wants to be a fly on the wall and see my reaction, mm. which I find concerning <laughs> yeah i do wonder what i've signed myself up for yeah because the 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 new issue of critic is it's out today right yeah yeah it's out i, I saw oh. it in stands as i was walking in i didn't see anything as i was walking in i was like half asleep so <laughs> i didn't even like register ah oh, sick i'm so excited to pick it up um so are you gonna like be handing out roses and stuff i mean i think that's the idea i I'm a bit out of the loop on like actually what it's going to entail. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's actually if it's organised or not. Um, <laughs> but in any case, I, I think I saw a message from Sinead actually as I was I was walking in saying that they've just had their first application. So that's um, that's terrifying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, all the luck, all the all the all the all best the, all, all the, the best, best and good luck, luck. Yes, <laughs> that's what I meant to say oh, thank um, you. for your uh, TV inspired search for love <laughs> it sounds very fun I I like I'm sure heaps of other people will be very excited to read the installment is this gonna be an installment thing is I this... think it's gonna be over a couple oh, issues yeah yes excellent so, yeah you'll be able to follow the whole story ah oh, excellent. I love it. You'll be able to follow the whole the whole dumpster fire along <laughs> its route. <laughs> well, thank you so so much for um, coming in to chat with me of this course. morning. Happy Monday. Uh, yes, happy Monday. Um, so that's Jack Manning, twenty twenty OUSA Prez. Um, if people want to chat to you, uh, get in touch with you. Where can they find you? Uh, you can email me at president at ousa.org.nz. Thank you for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.